From the sports section of the New York Times, after whirlwind arrival, Nets' new general manager slowly exhales by Andrew Kay. The Brooklyn Nets hired Sean Marks to be their new general manager less than five hours before the NBA trade deadline Thursday. It was a bit of suboptimal timing, but Marks was able to laugh about the frenetic chain of events when he was introduced at a news conference at Barclays Center on Friday night. It was an interesting 24 hours, I'll tell you that, because the night before, I was working for another team, said Marks, who spent the past two seasons as the assistant general manager of the San Antonio Spurs. They quickly kicked me out of the room, and I got on the phone with the Nets here. Marks and the Nets let the deadline pass without making a move. You know, sometimes the best thing you can do is not do anything, Marks said. But that might have been the last time for a long time that Marks will be able to assume a passive stance. The Nets are among the league's worst teams. They require an organizational overhaul, one that will have to occur amid some conditions inhospitable for team building. There will be a lot to do. Dmitry Razumov, the Nets chairman, characterized Marks as the person to do it. The Nets reassigned Billy King, the former general manager, last month on the same day that they fired coach Lionel Hollins. Razumov said that the Nets had whittled their general manager candidates down to eight, a group he referred to as the best of the best, when they picked Marks as their unanimous selection. We knew immediately, this is our guy, Razumov said. The Nets liked the demeanor, optimism, and pedigree that Marks possessed. He seemed assured Friday night before a big crowd inside the Barclays Center conference room, and he smiled often. At the same time, Marks, 40, of Auckland, New Zealand, took a moment to marvel at the opportunity to appreciate his career trajectory, and to express some wonder about how the future might unfold. He thanked Mikhail D. Prokhorov, the team's owner, and other Nets officials for having the faith to bring a little boy from New Zealand all the way here. He thanked the Spurs, whom he referred to as the family where I came from. He described the move as a difficult one and admitted that even he was curious to see how he would react to the new challenge. Any time you have to get out of your comfort zone isn't easy, Marx said. To be honest, it's time for me to see if I can do this. Marx said that Prokhorov's willingness to spend money on the team had been among the deciding factors for him. He said he planned to expand the staff and add people up and down the organization. The most important addition will be a new coach. Razumov said Marx would lead the search while taking input from the ownership. Marx said he had a short list of coaches that he declined to share. Next will come new players. The Nets, for the time being, will not be able to rely on the draft to rebuild their roster. They do not control a first-round selection until 2019. Marx noted there were other ways to get better players. Marx said he had a set vision for the team, one he hoped to execute as a collaborative process with the front office and coaching staff. He noted that Greg Popovich, the San Antonio coach, and R.C. Buford, their general manager, conferred on every personnel decision. The Spurs were invoked over and over by both the Nets officials and members of the media as some platonic basketball ideal, some paradigm of winning culture that the Nets might hope to emulate. At one point, Marx pointed out that culture, as a concept, was invoked too casually around the league. It was not something one could transfer from one place to another. It was an organic, mutable thing that grew inside a group from the individual people who composed it. Still, that did not stop the Nets from harping on it. 
Razumov singled out the culture of the team where he made his name as one of the key reasons they had pursued Marx. When describing the advantage Marx had over other candidates, Razumov said the culture of the team that Sean is coming from was too persuasive. Marx talked up his background, too. He described himself as a journeyman during his player career, which took him to half a dozen NBA teams and one in Poland. He said the experience exposed him to ideas, good and bad, that informed his thinking today. I hope that I can capture all that I've learned and bring it to New Jersey, Marx said. The comment stood out because one day earlier, Prokhorov had stood at a raised lectern inside the team's new practice site in the Sunset Park neighborhood of Brooklyn and declared that the Nets were 100% Brooklyn. But perhaps Marx could be forgiven for misspeaking. He will have a lot on his mind moving forward.